Hi guys, welcome to today's podcast. Today I'm talking to Robert from Tauranga. Uh, Robert and his wife have been working really hard on a business called Drying Solutions and they have developed the trademarked commercial dehydrator for nuts, meat, fish, pet food and vegetables. It's called Rexmoy. So Robert is here today to talk to us about his business journey and give some great tips for other Kiwis in business. Thank you Robert for joining me today. It's, it's really great to find out all about Drying Solutions. Before we delve into the interview today, I just wondered if you could give me a little bit of an overview of what Drying Solutions is and what you offer to people around New Zealand. We've developed a small portable dryer to dry whatever product you want to dry, anything from nuts to raisins to food. It's a straight air-made dryer. And it's all about getting dry air around the product so it can move the moisture from the product to the level you want. And once you've done that, you can hire, hire a unit for a month, two, or for however long you want. Uh, basically. And then once you've decided on what it is, we can actually modify the unit, organise different types of bodies or trays for the airflow. And then once, and then you can um, we can build one match what you require to do it in the, in, in the size of the unit. Fantastic. So look, it's a very specialist area that you work in. And I understand that before you started this business, you were working as an electrician in, in the air conditioning space. Yeah, I, I, I um, was working in as an as electrician and moved into doing the um, air conditioning there, which is where, where I picked up on the refrigeration. We built a house, we built my own house over here in, in, in Welcome Bay. And I worked for company then and it was in the in the mid eighties when the crash happened and ended up losing the job. Eventually I went into business for myself and started looking after Kiwi fruit rooms and air conditioning. I've always been interested in the energy efficiency of refrigeration and with the development of electronics, programmable controllers and all sorts of clever stuff. There was a guy who wanted to dry his macadamia nut, so we made him a simple one. That's interesting. Was he a friend of yours, or how did you come across him? Yeah, it just happened, I guess. Okay. And I, it happened to hear about me. And then a guy, David Pinek from uh, Rakura, his life worked in, with chestnuts. He heard about it, and uh, he started to use the dryer and found it on the methods they were using before. This was far superior. Now, unfortunately, with the, with the nut industries, not a lot of people make money out of it unfortunate mm. and uh, the idea was that I'd make dryers and hire them out you know New Zealand produces some of the best produce in the world our post-harvest treatment of a lot of it is not very really good mm-hmm. and uh, if we could then we could do a lot better mm. especially with chestnuts I mean the chestnuts are an interesting industry it's not really taken hold as well as it should have been and we sort of I ended up selling the refrigeration air conditioning business, an offer that I couldn't refuse, so I got for that. And it, it was at the point where I decided whether I was going to, well, do we take on this drying or do we put a miss? And we decided to take it on and we went to the food packaging show in Auckland, displayed the unit, and one of the people from Zewi came along, had a look at it. He was quite impressed. He said, oh, well, you actually make a cooling tunnel. So having trouble with 
drying and when it came out of the dryer it was too hot and had to lie it on the floor and mm. air conditioners over it to cool it down. Uh, so, oh, yeah, so we gave it a go and we made them a cooling tunnel and when they figured out the polys and the trays that we were using the airflow through it, eventually they trialled the drying side of it as well. They found second stage drying was much better than the second stage drying that they were doing initially and so they put on and we built a big unit mm. do 60 litres an hour and we've sort of quite an improved that unit now. And then in the time I was doing that, we did have our health problems. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry to hear about that. You're, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we can do. I started to get very itchy and eventually went to the doctor and um, did scans and they found that the tube from the pancreas and that up so they freed it and it worked right for a while then it again so there was only surgery left so they didn't really know what was wrong they had an idea and after 11 hours on the operating table came out with no pancreas like oh. <laughs> one diabetic oh. and uh, was told that basically the pancreas was pre-cancer or cancerous and they managed to move it in time because most people don't survive that Mm. And uh, yeah, I've survived about ten years now, so not many people do that. Oh, wow. and, and you've been uh, running a business throughout that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, running a business and it was probably a saviour because it actually out of being depressed about it and just getting on with life. You know, yeah, we did the chemo thing and all that sort of stuff. And uh, in the meantime, I was developing a a bit of dry down in my workshop. Okay, yeah, give you a little way. hobby, a little hobby to focus on. Yeah, something to hop, you know, go down there and no one else down there and just do my own thing and yeah, so that's that's how I got through it. Wonderful. I'm that, focusing on something. That's very positive. Um, the challenges that you faced, you obviously overcame through your, you know, your, your attitude and your perseverance and it sounds like you're a bit of an inventor. So from my understanding, yes, you've got a business, your background as an electrician, but you've worked, yeah. you've developed and you've designed these drying solutions, these drying units for the food industry here yeah. in pet food industry. So are you an inventor or are you an engineer or like, how do you, how do you pull this all together and come up with these great inventions? I'm not a great reader, so I don't read books. I have a slight six. I think that's what it is. I just find reading very difficult. Mm. Um, so I think we tend to think a bit different. So if you get problems, you like think about them and solve them. And obviously, I like working with my hands and designing something. And and, and, and you know, I'm not a sports person or anything like that. So I get a out of design making something. I've just yeah, interviewed someone else um, for my podcast recently who said you've just got to find your sweet spot. You know, you've got to find whatever it is that you're good at and focus on it because when you do what you're good at, you make a success of it in, in your personal life and in business. And that's what she's done to make her business a success. And it sounds like that's what you've done. You're focused on the things that you're good at, which is using your hands getting into your space and coming up with creating something that's going to make a difference in the industry. That, that would be a good analysis of it. Find, find, what, find what you're good at 
and stick with it. Try and be something that you're not. Yeah, I claim I'm not a salesperson, I'm not a manager, um, but something, uh, new ideas, how to, how to get it to work, how to, how to make it happen. And yeah, I, I think there's quite a few people out there like us, but it's not really recognised. So Robert, tell, tell me, what sets your dryers apart from other dryers out there in the industry? So it's a very energy efficient one. Dryer itself can actually do many things. We developed a, a heating unit um, for Air New Zealand to repackage the emergency slides for planes and things like that. Oh, really? Um, it's quite a it's a it's a safe technology. It doesn't use gas fired or anything like that, so it becomes quite a, a, a safe way of heating, cooling, all that sort of thing. Great. In the price war, you're looking at um, freeze dryers. They're up the seven figures, and the and the vacuum dryers are, are similar. But ours is an enclosed system, so it doesn't actually release any odors, things like that. So no emissions. Low emissions. Also, you can stop the drying process at time. Walk inside and have a look at it. Buy blueberries to raisin they're not dried right out how big are these dryers like i'm i'm thinking now when you say you can walk into it so they obviously just depend on what they're being used for is that right they're all different sizes the small one is 4.4 meters long now and it's 2.4 high and it's 1200 wide so we can actually get it on trailer although a small truck so we can take it into the various places Um, but it's sort of like our standard dryer, then we can scale up from there to whatever size you want. And depending on the next three trolleys in there, trolleys are a metre by 670 by 1800 high, so you can get three inside. Who takes care of the sales and the admin? I know your wife, Paulette, has been quite actively involved in helping support you throughout the years. Do you have anyone else? I've got an engineer who... Um, he ran his own business, and he's yeah, he's he's the one that I, I sort of everything within six inches, and he takes it the nice. uh, last little bit, get yeah, spot on sort of thing. And uh, yeah, he's been very keen on that as well. Great. The get that the basic idea. I, I come up with the basic idea, and then we find it from there. Mm. So you're the ideas man. <laughs> yeah. Give me a problem and I'll work on it for you and see what right. we can do for it. And like Robert, you've been in business quite a few years and um, there's a lot of listeners of the podcast who are just starting out on their business journey or wanting to start a business. What advice would you give to people out there wanting to start a small business in New Zealand? I think we need a lot of help from funding agencies to get a lot of them off for these um, uh uh, I don't think you call them backyard people, but the idea is to actually try and, and get off the ground. You, you need to do quite a bit of homework to understand what you're doing and, and what your competition is. They Are you going to be more innovative than the ones you're competing against? And whether they fail or succeed, they've never lost anything. Still valuable knowledge. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's a good point. And I think um, 
from your perspective, like you have been a small business owner here in New Zealand for some time now. What have been your highlights of being a business owner? Especially your own boss and you're not, you can make your own decisions and everything like that. And there's some cool hard lessons to be learned. Mm -hmm. um, but you soon learn those and you soon figure out whether it's going to work or not or whether you should go down that path or, or whatever. Yeah. And to trial a lot of these innovative ideas because I think there's more people out there like me than we like admit to. Um, we're probably quite capable. But the, the other thing too is they get funding or whatever. If they're an innovative person, that's the best thing they can do. Um, if they need a manager or a salesperson to make it happen, then they need, you know, that needs mm. to be looked at with how that can be done to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. So you can't do it all on your own sometimes. You just got, as a business owner, you've got to go, well, I do this, I do this really well. Let me outsource or find a contractor who can do these bits to fill in the back yeah. gaps of the puzzle and bring it all together. And that sounds like what you've done over the years. You're not expert. You're not um, expert in everything, do. But you're expert in you do best. Yeah. You're going back to what we were saying before about um, that, and and I think well, you can go to all the management courses and sales courses and all that out, which is great. But in the day, if that's not your sweet spot. You're off to get someone else to do those sorts of things, and yeah, okay, it'll cost. But at the end of the day, the difference between success and failure. Mm. So, so Robert, so what's the plan for you now? What are the next steps for you and your business um, at Drying Solutions? The business is growing, which is great. I'm not getting any younger. That's a big problem. <laughs> um, so. I've got to look at passing the business on somehow, so that's that's always in the back of my mind. Also, I want to stay involved with the business for the next uh, five, six, ten years, whatever. Once yeah. my health is good, and I find that staying active is, is uh, pivotal and, and been good sort of thing. So there's many things that can be developed. The business has got good legs, and it's, it's quite a bit that can achieve. Mm. So if you can look back over the last. 25 years, yes, yeah. um, what what would be your proudest moment in, in, in running this business? Actually, uh, getting to now where the, the unit is, is being built and we've spent a lot on being hands born in, in 3D and all that sort of thing and now it's, it's made to a very high standard. Seeing the units go out there and seeing the improvements making the unit uh, um, just sort of growing the business. And if I was 30 years younger, it would be a different story. <laughs> yeah, but, well, isn't it funny how things happen, often at the most inconvenient times? <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd probably be wanting to develop fact uh, If sales were good, you'd want to be developing your own factory to build them, not have to rely on others, but um, mm. that's not really possible at the moment. Do you sell internationally or is it only New Zealand? We've only sold in New Zealand, but we have had a lot of inquiry overseas. And yeah, one of the things that I'd like to see happen is we get a lot of inquiry from the islands, drying carver and coconut, and oh, the latest one is a leaf. Uh, 
everything, you know, everything's going well until you get to the final hurdle and the, and the actual cost of the unit get there, set up and everything like that tends to fall over. I'd like, Dylan gives the islands quite a bit of money for development of that sort of stuff. I'd like to see some help get some of these projects off the ground there and create their little micro uh, economies there, which would help adequately because uh, they've got the product dry, it's much easier to transport. And they've got things they grow up there that they could buy and all that sort of thing once mm. that's done. And we've even had inquiries about sea slugs, things like that, oh, right. and that sort of stuff. Wow. Um, that would be great for the local economy over there, wouldn't it? Because then they could export a lot of the dried products. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, then they can either transport by sea or because if you take um, – uh, a fruit product and you reduce its weight by 70, 80 percent and then export a lot more um, because of the weight has been reduced markedly. Well that's a really interesting space for you to explore. You're only limited by your imagination sort of thing as to what you can do. If you do nothing, there's only one thing guaranteed, nothing will happen. Yeah. If you do something that uh, either can be better or worse. You'll never know unless you but So, yeah, I always say that to myself. Mm. There we go. Yeah, it's really inspirational, especially at this time. With, I think there's a lot of uncertainty around New Zealand right now, especially in the business space. So really lovely for you to give that advice because a lot of business owners might be going, what am I doing? Should I give up or should I keep going or should I try something new? And, you know, you mentioned that you got through the last recession or the crash in the 80s. And then you started your business, and look what's happened. If I don't do it, someone else will. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah. Thanks for joining me today, Robert, and everyone, thanks for listening. I look forward to being back next week with another podcast.